Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Ohioan Podcast Network. Craig Schaub here with you, and we are going streaming. And we are fully into the seasons of college and professional football. I couldn't be happier. Maybe my wife would be a little bit less happy. But uh, college football is back. Football is back this fall. And I'm excited. You should be excited, too, even if you're not a football fan. If you like good movies, you are certainly in luck because there are some very solid movies that you can watch on streaming services, whether free or with paid subscriptions, that uh, can maybe get your itch a little bit more into the college football season. So one of the one one of the movies that I always like watching either before or some point during the college football season is um, Rudy. Now the nineteen ninety three movie starring Sean Astin. This is post Goonies, but before his uh, you know break in the uh, you know the the big you know starring role in the uh, Lord of the Rings uh, franchise. Rudy was one of those underdog stories. Rudy Rudiger, the uh, Notre Dame walk-on, he always dreamed of playing at Notre Dame. Uh, For years, he would just get pounded in this submission, and Sean Astin plays this part perfectly as the undersized, you know, Thomas the Tank Engine, the little engine that could. And Rudy, which you can see right now for free with ads on Pluto TV, you can also watch on Sling TV with a premium subscription. You can also watch with a subscription on Amazon Prime, along with other options for renting, whether it's on Apple TV Plus, Vudu, YouTube TV, or Google Play. You can also rent the movie. But the 1993 movie tells this story of this young man who just wanted to play for Notre Dame football. He was a solid high school player, nothing spectacular, but a good solid player who always dreamed of playing for his child, you know, his his team growing up, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. And this movie kind of tells the story of how he started, whether it was, you know, the option of maybe going in and working, you know, with his family in the mines, or in this case, you know, he wanted to go to college and make something of himself. And it it tells this really beautiful underdog story of this young man's struggle, you know, the ups and downs, the adversity he faced, you know, day in and day out, trying to get and live his dream. And, you know, it's one of those things where whether you've you've heard the story or not, it's an inspiring type of story because you really have an opportunity to get to know this man and and to kind of, uh, in a lot of ways, um, you know, root for him along the way. And then when it finally does come to fruition, his dream is fulfilled. You feel a great deal of satisfaction. I really still to this day am a big fan of Rudy. I give it three and a half stars. Like I said, you can watch it right now for free with ads on Pluto TV 
or Amazon Prime with a subscription as well. So uh, moving into a different direction for college football fans, if you're looking for a little bit more of an R-rated type of show, uh, type of movie, the program tells this uh, interesting story on sort of really what a, a college program would would do to to essentially become the standard bearer, the players that are trying to become the greatest players in college football, a program that's looking to take that next step and cement themselves as a dominant power. And this actually, same year, 1993, came out the same year as Rudy. Uh, but this one, in, in, of course, tells a fictional college story. Um, but uh, you've got really an interesting backstory on how these these kids come to this program from different backgrounds and the pressures of playing football at a major college. Some players that are, are maybe trying to ascend to the starting lineup while others are trying to reclaim glory. Uh, just an interesting film overall directed by David S. Ward. Also, he was a co-writer. James Kahn is the head coach. You've got Halle Berry in this cast. You've got Omar Epps in this cast. Christy Swanson's in there as well. Just a very solid overall film. Nothing spectacular. It's just kind of one of those films that gets the job done. We see these kind of classic, you know, narrative structures here with this program trying to develop into this powerhouse and stay on top and maybe the lengths that they'll go to in order to secure that. But overall, for me, the program is a solid film. Three stars uh, for me. Right now, you can watch the program for free with ads on Tubi, which is not bad. But if you're looking to rent, you can go through YouTube, Apple TV, Amazon Prime, Vudu, or the Google Play Store. All of the prices for rentals are $3.99. So it's definitely something that uh, I would suggest uh, if you're looking for sort of a juicier, sink your teeth into a drama when it comes to the sort of the dark side of college football. But perhaps... Maybe the, the best, one of the better college football films is actually a documentary. And I'm going to say that uh, this is one that kind of snuck up on me a little bit. Uh, ESPN for years now has been going with this 30 for 30 franchise in which they sort of tell these really unique and in-depth documentaries on sports' biggest stories. And one of those stories was about the Southern Methodist University football team, SMU, the Mustangs. Uh, rose to prominence in the Southwest Conference in the late 70s and early 80s after being a dormant program for so many years. And everybody wondered, how was this team competing against the likes of Oklahoma and Texas and Arkansas and all some of the other bigger Scott, you know, colleges in that Southwest and uh, Texas area, uh, along with some of the other also rands like Texas Tech and Baylor and TCU and other other schools that used to have uh, form the Southwest Conference in football. And this story, you know, really tells uh, sort of the inner workings of how a program can go from we want to compete to we want to win. And they did just that where they ended up uh, paying players uh, or going through nefarious recruiting, recruiting tactics to get these players to commit to their universities. Uh, Eric Dickerson, Craig James, a couple of the most notable people that played at the uh, the university and then went on to bigger and better things, whether it be in the NFL or broadcasting, things like that. Um, but this really tells an interesting story about how this program rose because they just did not want to be dormant anymore. They had a lot of money in the Dallas area, which is where the program's located. And they really wanted to 
essentially win. They wanted to compete with the big boys. They wanted to compete with the University of Texas. They wanted to compete with Arkansas, Oklahoma, and all these other schools that were in that area going after the nation's top recruits in that Southwest, you know, portion of the states of the United States. And SMU's rise to prominence really was uh, capped off with their putting on the death penalty. The, the NCAA, the Collegiate Athletic Association decided to put this program on the death penalty for violations for cheating, uh, whether it be paying recruits or, you know, some nefarious other ways that they were getting recruits to come to SMU. They were placed on the death penalty, which basically meant they eliminated the college football program where you were not allowed to have players there. You weren't allowed to play games. You weren't even allowed to practice. So the program goes through this, and it puts the team, I mean, we're talking more than two decades worth of losing, essentially, once they did come back from the death penalty. But it also is a, a sort of a little, has a little beacon of hope to it as well, this documentary, where um, at the time in 2010 when the documentary was being made, June Jones, uh, famed coach from the University of Hawaii and also in the NFL, was taking the program over to try to restore it to prominence in a in a safe and positive way, not in a cheating way. And this this story of this program kind of ends with the hope for a better future after experiencing the worst punishment given out by the NCAA in the history of its industry. And thankfully, um, SMU has sort of recovered and it has become a really solid program. Uh, you know, playing in the American Athletic Conference, formerly in Conference USA. And the program has sort of rebounded to become a respectable college football program. And this documentary really kind of, uh, you know, was intriguing because it gave you an, oppor an opportunity to look into that program and how things went in college football back then. And, you know, gives you a little bit of a sense of the old territorial system of, of conference alignment, like the Southwest Conference we had all the Texas teams. He had Arkansas in there. Um, so it was kind of an interesting, you know, flashback of history in college football. Obviously, it was to a, you know, a bad time in college football. But nevertheless, it was still a fun time to kind of see how things went together because I was it was a little bit before my time as far as growing up. But I did know what SMU was. I, I found out about, you know, being a college football fan, you find out about the death penalty and and what kind of happened and why the program was so dormant for decades. And uh, now they're back to uh, being a respectable team. And uh, maybe one day they'll uh, they'll play in, the, in a bigger conference like the Big 12, who's going to be looking for teams, even though they have invited teams like Cincinnati and Houston and Central Florida as well and BYU. So kind of an interesting documentary uh, on, you know, a time, a dark, very dark period of time for NCAA athletics but certainly is one that I, I think we all would uh, benefit from uh, as far as maybe checking it out. You can check out Pony Excess on ESPN Plus. You can get the bundle package ESPN Plus with Hulu and, uh, and Disney Plus for, uh, I believe, $13.99 or $12.99. So it's not a bad deal for all three of those services, uh, but it's definitely worth your time. Pony Excess for me was a three and a half out of four star documentary, a very fun interesting look at sort of a dark period in college football athletics. So once again, this is Craig Schaub signing off and you've been going streaming. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer, you know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. 
We're hoping to interview some uh, high impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.